Welcome to Vision Drip, a podcast designed to give you a steady drip of our vision, mission, and DNA to establish and refine the gospel culture at Sacred City Church. I'm your host, Pastor Sam Schmidt, church planter and pastor of Sacred City Church in Moline, Illinois. I am so excited to have you with me as I hope this podcast helps to equip you as a disciple of Jesus in the everyday rhythms of life as we set out to make disciples, plant churches, and renew the city. Not only do I hope that this podcast helps you grow, but it would grow your affections for Jesus. So let's dive into this episode of Sacred City Vision Drill. Da, 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 da. Hey guys, Pastor Sam here. I uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I got things sound a little bit better these days. I uh, I uh, I upgraded from the uh, voice memo notes on my phone to a little more uh, professional setup here. So hopefully, the uh, audio waves are pleasing to you. Listen, it's a beautiful day today, beautiful autumn day, and. Um, it's just got it's got me in good spirits, and uh, I got something else that's got me in good spirits. I'm just um, I am just reveling in God's faithfulness, His grace towards this church, and just how He's used the people of this church um, through the years. And man, I can't believe that I get to be a pastor of uh, of this church. This is unbelievable. What a gift! And it's a pastor appreciation month, and so I'm feeling extra loved this month by those of you who are. Uh, you know, making uh, through the cards, through the little uh, snacks. I know, I think I've probably put on about five pounds already from all the peach cobbler I've ate, but I, I really appreciate that. You guys are very gracious and it's a joy and honor uh, to pastor you, but that's beside the point, that's a sidebar. I want to talk about uh, some people that you, uh, if you're Sacred City Moline, you probably know them and you probably love them. And uh, they've probably had some sort of an impact on you, whether it be, uh, you know, through a Sunday morning gathering, you've been in a missional community with them, or you just, you know, you get eggs from them, you know, because they provide a uh, a, uh, a service where they bring you fresh, you know, free range chicken eggs, and uh, you get to enjoy them every morning if that's uh, if that's how you roll, right? Um, we were talking about the Corns family, Jesse and Melissa Corns, and their three little boys, um, and uh, I just want to first, I just want to tell a story, you know, I just want to kind of like share a little bit about how need of people they are that God has gifted this church um, with them. Not only do they bring some fresh eggs, but they got a lot of other great attributes that they um, enhance the quality of this church community. And so I'm going to brag on them a little bit. I'm going to share a little bit of their story. And I want to share a little bit about what God's doing right now um, in and through them and their missional community. So uh, I probably met Jesse and Mel um, probably, I don't know, it's five, six, I don't know, could even be seven years ago. They, um, they moved from, they moved up to the, to the Quad City area from, uh, East St. Louis, uh, Edwardsville, Collinsville, somewhere in that area. Um, Jesse was a, uh, medical student, nurse practitioner, got a job working for Genesis in Alito, um, which happened to be his hometown. So he, um, uh, Moved up, they they got a house, they kind of settled in Alito, but they were just really convinced that Sacred City Church was 
where the Lord wanted them to be and uh, line a lot of you know their previous church background, um, their convictions as far as a gospel culture, a gospel church um, that's on in community and on mission was something that they saw in Sacred City and valued. And so they, they uh, having lived in Alito, they would commute a couple times a week, if not more, to the Quad Cities, uh, up to the to the big cities, as they refer to it, um, to participate on Sunday gatherings. Um, Mel's a great vocalist. She sings for us occasionally, and it's such a treat. And Jesse leads uh, liturgy for us now, is also um, an elder candidate, as well as, you know, they're co-leading a missional community in Alito these days, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but they had this conviction that the Lord... They felt the Lord wanted them to both be in Alito um, and kind of plant roots there, which Jesse already had, have, having grown up in Alito, uh, but also be involved and not just like kind of involved, but heavily involved in in the the work that Sacred City was doing as making disciples, planting churches and renewing the city. And, you know, right out of the gate, they're just great folks, you know. Um, you know, Jesse, he, he might look kind of grumpy, but he's a really good guy. And Mel, you just can't help but like her. She's so sweet. But... Um, God sort of embedded them in this community, and as Sacred City Moline um, became a thing, talking about planting a church um, out of Sacred City Davenport, um, they, you know, came along with us. Made sense. We're in in Illinois. Alito is, uh, you know, I didn't even know where Alito was before I met them, but found out that it's, you know, 40, 45 minutes south of town. Um, and uh, and so they, they came along with us as we planted Sacred City Moline, and uh and the whole time, you know, you could tell they were engaged, they were investing time and energy, but they just had this deep burden for the, the city or township. I don't even know what you call Alito, but for Alito, um, for the people there, for the prosperity of the city, they just had a deep burden for Alito and they wanted to be there. Um, now, as they, as they love Alito, they love Sacred City Church, they, you know, maybe I'm putting words in their mouth, so... You know, maybe they don't love it, but but they've been sticking it out. They loved it enough to commute all that way. Um, but they just had a desire to see the same sort of missional community environment happen within their own city, to see um, their neighbors, the people that they work with, um, their friends, the people that they work out with at the YMCA, um, go to Mercer Market, all this stuff. The people that are in Alito would have an opportunity to interact with the missional community. And so they had been praying and laboring and building and investing in relationships and guys, I don't know anybody, I don't know a couple that's been more faithful and more intentional. I just like, these guys are rock stars. Um, Melissa would do these things called, she still does them, called Galmosa something, Galmosa Wednesdays. Um, inviting ladies in the community to just come and spend time in their home and bring the kids. And, you know, I think they were doing like book studies. And even before that, they were doing like donut Saturdays. They just invite a bunch of neighbors over and, and just try to build these relationships with the hopes of, you know, that there would be somebody in the community that they could say, hey, let's link arms and let's start a missional community where we can be on mission to our community together and pray that Jesus would do something incredible um, in the city of Alito. And so uh, they had just been chipping away at that for a long, long time. And finally, uh, it seemed like they had put together a, a handful of people that, you know, if they were to start a missional community, um, that there would be some people that showed up. And so about a year, year and a half ago, I can't, I think it was July of 2018. I don't know, man, dates are so hard for me. Um, but they, uh, uh, they, they started a missional, actually probably 2019. They started a missional community in Alito 
And uh, it started out great. It just kind of blew up, which was awesome. And then uh, it kind of got hairy for a minute. A little, little bit of drama, which is happens always whenever you uh, you decide to live life on life. You know, people are messy. And, and I got my sin that I bring into community. You got your sin that you bring into community. And... And if we're both willing to stick it out, Jesus can do a lot of good work. But if we just double down, man, we can get uh, we can get ourselves into a pickle. And so, um, you know, every missional community typically goes through a phase like that. But then it seems like God has really been doing something special as of late. Uh, a lot of things worth celebrating. Um, but as they've been been leading this missional community, um, be, continue to be intentional with their neighbors um, and people that they know and love in the in the city of Alito. Um, there has been a need that uh, they became aware of in their missional community. They, they had a neighbor um, who Mel had been pursuing. You know, they, they'd been inviting over for dinner. And, um, you know, she she just wasn't really interested necessarily to begin with. Um, and actually, I've got I'll, – I'll let her w- kind of articulate some things for you here. I, I've got something that I'll read for you in a minute. But anyway, in the midst of, uh, of this relationship, they found out that there was a, a pretty big need um, that this woman and her daughter had um, where their roof was in very poor condition, um, like really poor. Like they've got buckets up in the attic. They've got light fixtures that are are collecting rainwater. And, um, you know, we had that derecho that came through. It was like a hurricane in the Midwest, which is just wild when you think about it. You know, what else would happen in 2020 but that? That makes total sense. Um, but it kind of exacerbated the whole problem. And it, and they kind Jesse and Mel, they didn't even come to Jesse and Mel and said, hey, we've got this problem. They just mentioned the fact that they're having to throw a lo- away a lot of stuff that, that has water damage. And, they, you know, Jesse and Mel couldn't figure out, like, what what the water damage was from like a burst pipe or something. And, you know, they finally said, Oh no, our, our roof is in really bad shape. And so they, they got up and looked at it. Jesse took a look at it and he's like, this is above my pay grade, but it, it definitely needs to be done. And, and this, uh, this family didn't necessarily have the means to, to make it happen. Um, it, it was probably one of those things you submit it to insurance. They say, Hey, you know, this it's beyond, you know, it's in a bad state before the whole thing happened. And so, um, I would imagine that they would decline it because they kind of get stingy like that. You know, that's how insurance works. But um, but that didn't change the reality that this roof needed some serious attention. And Jesse and Mel just, they were really burdened about this. Like, how can we, if this person is, is part of my missional community family, how can we step into this? How can we uh, meet this very practical need and serve them and bless them? And, you know, like putting a roof on a house is not cheap. You know, you, you don't, you don't just like, that's not chump change. And so they realized that if they were going to do something, it was going to be a radical call to generosity and they would need a lot of help. And so they started out, they, they kind of brought this to their MC co-leaders and started talking through it, the rest of their mission communities. Like, how can we make this happen? Uh, and they said, you know what, we're, we're going to, we're going to contact a contractor. We're going to try to, you know, get somebody who's going to get us a fair deal um, work with us a little bit and, and, and hire them and just do this. Cause it's not a matter of if, you know, it's not a matter of does this need to happen? It does need to happen. It's a matter of how are we going to take care of it? Cause that's what family does. Family, um, shoulders up burdens together. And they really, really, you know, took that on as their missional community leaders and just people that wanted to love and serve. And so they, uh, they said, listen, we want to help you and we want to want to see to it that you get a new roof on, especially here as winter comes up and you get snow and it's just a mess and all that stuff. Um, and so they said, will you, will you allow us to help you? And, um, 
you know, receiving help is never easy. Um, and so this is just one of those moments where it seems like God was working, um, in, in this person's life to really, um, be receptive to the grace that God has. And, and so they came to me and the rest of the missional community leaders um, in Sacred City Moline and said, hey, this is what we want to do, and we need your help to make this happen. It's honestly, it, for a roof, it's only $7,000 is kind of what they got, you know, only $7,000, but comparatively when you're talking like, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 sometimes, um, got a fair price, a good contractor. They're, they're working the angles with nonprofits, with, um, with other sort of community support organizations that can help out situations like this. But they're like, we need help from Sacred City. Um, will you step into this? And we said, absolutely, we will. Because we see the heart that you have for your city, for the people that God's placed in your circle. And we want to partner with you um, in blessing um, this family. And so we have been raising money. Um, the deadline's coming up. I believe it's October 29th is, a, is the, the day of cutoff. Um, we are well over halfway there. We still need more people to give. Um, and so if you would please join us in giving towards this end that we can see God uh, continue to work. And this could just be like one thing that that news uh, about um, this kind of community, that there's some really really profound gospel work that's going on in the city of Alito. In fact, I just got an email today. Um, I don't know who, who it is or how they heard of us, but uh, it's a couple in Alito that's looking to get connected. And maybe it's because of this. They're hearing, hearing what God's doing here through Jesse and Mel and their, the Alito missional community. Uh, I don't know what this, the whole scenario is there, but but this could be something that God uses to kind of awaken the city of Alito to his goodness and grace and the kind of community that God creates when we we realize that our identity is rooted in the gospel and what Jesus has done. And so, um, as we're asking for help, as, um, Jesse and Mel are, are, you know, like seen to the logistics and, and, you know, um, Sean and Addie Mears are co-leading that missional community. They're helping out. They're doing a lot of really great work doing bake sales and, you know, just doing whatever they can, seeing who can help out in the community of Lido, um, doing good stuff. But this was the really cool thing that in the midst of this, um, her name's Molly. Um, she took the time to write a letter. And I, Melissa put this in my hand on Sunday, and I, I kind of had a busy Sunday, so I didn't get a chance to read it. But I sat down on Monday um, in my study, and I read it, and it brought me to tears because this is just a testament of what God is doing and how he's using his people. And so let me just read this for you, and I pray that you would find this compelling and that you would just you know, grab your checkbook, you know, jump on uh, sacredcitychurch.com and give to the Alito Mission Project because, man, God is doing something special here and you would not want to miss the opportunity to be part of this. So here, here is a, a letter um, from, from Molly. It says, hello, my name is Molly Boynton. I'm writing to you today to introduce myself. I would first like to tell you of the joy God has granted me. By meeting the people at the Alito Missional Community hosted by Jesse and Melissa Corns, I have grown so much in my spiritual journey. I truly attribute this to the good work of this loving community of people. My life, like many others at times, has not always been so easy. I believed in God, but the church I attended most of my life was a rigid, sometimes sad experience. My belief in God has always been very private for fear of ridicule or scorn. Through life experiences of poverty, domestic violence, poor physical health and mental health and disability, I had withdrawn from society 
and the communal experience of God. One day, my neighbor knocked on my door. I must admit, when she invited me over to her house for dinner, after introducing herself, I just nodded. I could send her on her way thinking, yeah, nice person, but not sure what she was about. No one had asked me to dinner in years. I had a few more notes from her. They landed in the mailbox. I thought, okay, but let the invitation slide. She knocked on my door again, just asking how I was doing. I decided then, if a person wanted me to go to dinner that bad, my conscience demanded I accept. It would turn out to be the best choice I had made for my life in some time. Oh, I got goosebumps. I began to trust people again. I had fun. God was working through these people to teach me life lessons of joy and happiness in a safe, accepting environment. I left my house to be in the grace that shines out from the people in my group. I share myself with others. I lay my burdens in God's hands more readily. I am beginning to have hope. I am changing. My daughter, who was struggling in life, returned to me this year after graduating college during COVID-19. She too now attends this amazing group. I have limited family. My daughter and I are the only family I have. This extended family through the mission has helped better my life. I do not feel alone. God walks with me and these people. I feel it. Well, my story is coming to an end. This fall, we had a rainstorm that tore off the shingles on an old roof. I am on social security disability. My savings went to my daughter and COVID-2020 this year. I have asthma and some COPD that make mold and water a problem for me. Right now, we keep buckets for the rain that is entering my home. I am asking for any help you might give me. I thank you in advance and bless you for any donation you may grant. In closing, I would like to thank any who listened to my letter. I would like to thank any who donate. I would like to thank your organization. I would like to thank Jesse and Melissa Corns. I would like to thank people I have come to know and love in my MC group. I give thanks now to the one who means the most, God in prayer. God bless. Sincerely, Molly Boynton. Man, what a powerful, powerful testimony. Guys, I hope you get fired up. Look, God is doing stuff. And sometimes we can't see it, but you know, sometimes it's so obvious. Sometimes it's so in front of your face that you can't help but notice. And this is one of those times that God is doing something special here. And we're sitting at, we're over halfway to our goal. Um, we still got about nine or 10 days to make this happen. Uh, and I really hope uh, that if you're listening, that you would be moved by the Spirit of God to join with us, to lo- link arms with the Alito Missional community, to give generously and sacrificially to see Molly and her daughter get this new roof put on her house because it means more than just shingles, guys. This is more than just shingles. This is real family, the family of God coming alongside of one another to meet real tangible, practical needs, but but there's something even further beyond that where we're meeting the spiritual needs, helping put put each other before God. You just hear of the relational nature of, of how she was kind of a shut-in or how she was, you know, she just had her, her little enclave and now God has opened her up to real meaningful community and that's because the gospel of Jesus is at work and you can hear it in her own story. Her heart is changing. Her life is changing. And guys, wow, I don't know, man. This is worth it. Every, every, every moment, you know, 
where you wonder, is this, does this really count for anything? Does anybody notice this? You know, does this really impact anybody? It does. It's worth it. Keep pressing on. So guys, please, you can give by um, either putting a, uh, a check in the mail to Sacred City Church. Um, and, and on the memo line, be sure you mark Alito Roof Project. Um, you can mail that to 1826 16th Street in Moline, Illinois. Um, or even easier, you can jump online, go to sacredcitychurch.com, click the giving tab that's on the homepage. There is a drop-down menu that you'll see, um, and you'll have to designate it specifically to the Alito Roof Project. This is an incredible opportunity. I, I pray that we don't pass this up. I pray that we lean into the Spirit, that we listen uh, to hear what God is doing, and we can link arms with one another and uh, and really step into this good work. Um, blessings to you, Jesse and Mel. I, I don't know if you'll make it this far into the podcast. You're probably embarrassed. You don't want me to talk about the way that God has used you, um, is working in and through you. Um, but thank you guys for being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, um, for seeing this real need, just listening with gospel ears, with gospel intentionality uh, of what God's calling you into so that you can, like, just in a, in a moment's notice, step in. And you can say, hey, here's a need. I don't know how we're going to meet it. And just like, that's a crazy thing. It's like, I don't know how we're going to meet it, but we're going to book this contractor and we're going to trust that God is going to make this happen. Guys, this is, this is faithfulness. This is something special. So again, I think I started this out just saying how grateful I am to be your pastor, how grateful I am to, to really get a front row seat, to see what God is doing in our cities and beyond, like in, in cities like Alito. Um, this is super cool. So please, 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 you got nine or so days um, to get your donations in. Let's let's put this new roof on Molly's house. Let's um let's bless her socks off and let's just pray that God continues to do this good work in the city of Lido. I love you guys. I hope this is helpful. I hope this is encouraging. I hope this inspires you to to listen to the spirit, um, to love the people who are around you with a, a relentless love and and just like trust and see God do incredible things.